Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid crown, firm to the faith is Hello, and welcome to Chowchilla Church of Christ podcast. Today, we have a very special discussion and a lesson for each one of you entitled, Someone Has to Change. Someone has to change. Before we get into that lesson and discussion, we always ask that you join us and share with us in prayer. Lord, we thank you that you want us to change from who we are to who Jesus Christ is. We ask that you help us, assist us and facilitate because it's hard, it's difficult, and some cases we don't wanna change. We've gotten comfortable, convenient, even where we feel that it's not necessary. We've been told that we're okay. We've been convinced that everything is fine. And even when it comes to your word, we put up our resistance. We put up our rejections. We put up our refusals. Will you please today come in the middle of us, as you said you would in Matthew 18 and verse 20, and deliver us from our oppositions so your word can have free course and free flow in each one of our lives, including mine. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have your copy of God's word, would you be so kind to turn with me to the book of Romans chapter six. And in Romans chapter six, we're going to give a host of other scriptures, but our theme scripture is gonna be out of Acts 17. That's gonna be our theme scripture out of Acts 17 verses 21 through verse number 31. Acts 17, 21 to 31. But we want you to turn to Romans chapter 6 right now and beginning at verse number 3. The Apostle Paul writes to the Church of Christ at Rome more than 2,000 years ago, and here's what he says. That you and I have, when we are baptized into Christ, we have died with Christ. We are buried with Christ. And we rise from that spiritual birth with Christ. In our last discussion, we talked about becoming a Christian the Bible way. And we left off saying that baptism is getting us in the way. In the way is different than a way. The Bible never talks about a way. It talks about the way. In John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except they come by me. Anyone of us thinking that we can get to God without going through Jesus Christ, we are sadly mistaken. Anyone of us thinking there is another way or other ways to get to God, to get to Christ, we are sadly mistaken. In the fourth verse of Romans 6, it says, 
Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Someone has to change. Perhaps today, as you and I investigate, as you and I interrogate, as you and I look into our own lives, we might discover it's us. As we look at God's word, now we're in Acts 17. Ladies and gentlemen, the Apostle Paul, more than 2,000 years ago, had the blessed opportunity to travel on a missionary journey to Athens, Greece. He's in the middle of some philosophers, lovers of wisdom, who were considered the intelligentsia, the smart Alex, the people of his day that knew it all. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that once he got to that city, verse 21, for all the Athenians and strangers which were there spent their entire time in nothing else but either to tell or hear something new, some new thing. I wonder today, from Acts 17 and verse 21, is that where you are? Is that where I am? Is that where some of the people in your families, in my family, and some of your friends, your associates, people you and I work with or business with, are we just here or there or all over the place wanting to tell something new or hear something new? The Bible says in verse 22, then Paul stood in the middle of them, this area called Mars Hill. It was a place where they had discussions. And he said, you men of Athens, I understand that in all things, you are too superstitious. When we translate it to word superstitious, it doesn't mean superstitious like believing in ghosts and goblins and witches. It means you are too religious. Paul was telling them, you are overtly religious. Here's why. Look at verse 23. For as I passed by and was going through your city, I saw your devotions. I saw how devoted you were. I found an altar with this writing to the unknown God, Paul says, whom you ignorantly worship. Now, you have to know something, ladies and gentlemen. They had a God of the sea, a God of the land, God of the sky, God of the animals, God of the planetary systems. They had all kinds of gods, little G-O-Ds. But Paul says, so they wouldn't miss one, the main one. They even had an emblem, a statue, a label up there listing a brand to the unknown God. That way they covered A to Z on all the gods. Paul says, him you ignorantly worship. Him. I'm going to tell you about that one. He says, moving on, in verse 24, that God that you're ignorantly worship, he is the one who created the universe. That God is the one who created the world. That God created the planetary systems. And all things that you see and are experiencing, he is the Lord of heaven and earth. He does not dwell or live in temples made by men's hands. Verse 25, neither is he worshiped with physical things that man makes as though he needed anything, seeing that he gives all life to all and all breath in all things. In verse 26, this is the verse that is key and central. And he has made of one blood all nations 
of men to dwell and live on the face of the earth and has determined the times before appointed and the bounds of mankind's habitation. Now, we might all have different blood types, but there is only one blood that flows through all of our veins. One blood for every nation. Every nation with every person. Think about that. We all have the same blood. How could that be? God did it, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if God can do that, cause us all to have one blood, why would it be difficult for God to have us all in one religion, in one church, in one kingdom, in one body of Christ? Don't you see it clearly a little bit more now? The scripture in Jeremiah 32, 39, God says, and I will give them one heart and one way that they may fear me forever and respect me forever for the good of them and their children after them. One heart, one way, Jeremiah 32, 39. One blood, Acts chapter 17 and verse number 26. Amazing how God keeps talking about one. In Ephesians 4, 5, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Verse number six, one God. Father of all, above all, through all, in you all, someone has to change if you want to. Now, the scripture tells you and I to change. The scriptures give you and I the way to change. Move down with me to verse number 30 in Acts 17. And the times of this ignorance, talking about those Athenians, God overlooked, but now, he commands every person on this planet to change. The word in the insert is repent. It means to change from what I believe, change from what I think, change from what I feel, change what religion I may or may not be in, change my philosophies, change my perspectives, change my so-called way of doing things. When I come to Christ, I must repent from everything. This is what Paul is telling them. I must change everything. The Bible says there's two areas, John chapter 12 and verse number 48. Jesus says, whoever rejects me and does not receive my words, notice, rejects me and rejects my word, these same words will come up and judge that person or those persons on the day of judgment. Ladies and gentlemen, it is so serious. One of my preacher friends says it's more serious than an underwater heart attack. I never had one of those, and I hope you don't. But I'll tell you what, judgment is coming. We're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 10 and 11. And we will give an account as to whether or not we changed. And if you don't change now, and if I don't change now, I guarantee you we'll change then. Today, someone needs to change. We ask, is it you? Is it me? Well, Melvin, what must I do to change? You must make up your mind that you're going to stop doing things your way. I must make up my mind that I'm going to stop doing things my way. Religiously, ladies and gentlemen, we have to do it God's way, not our way. God set this up. His Bible is the authority. His teachings are authorized and the scriptures are approved. And therefore, we must do it his way. If we do not, 
which we do have the choice, we must be ready then to meet the consequences. If you're not in the mood to change, if you're not willing to change, if I'm not ready to change and Jesus comes, it'll be too late. Today is the day to make that change. Do you really believe Jesus Christ is the son of God? Are you willing to turn away from the ways of doing things religiously that you've been doing them and turn to Jesus and turn to his words and not reject them? Are you willing to acknowledge that Jesus is going to take over your life and then be baptized the way he said, not the way you feel? If that's your choice to change, we ask you to come and we're going to close out shortly here in prayer and be a part of what the Bible says about doing things to change. If you're in the area tomorrow, uh, the Chow Chilla Church of Christ is located at 701 Trinity Avenue. And that's in Chow Chilla, California. Our Sunday school service starts at 9 o'clock a.m. I worship at 10 o'clock uh, a.m. That is on Sunday. And if you would like, during the week on Wednesday, we have midweek Bible study at 6 o'clock p.m. We ask that anytime you have any questions, you may call us at area code 559-223-1973. Or what you may do is email us at chowchillachurchofchristgmail.com. We're going to have at the end of the prayer a song that's a cappella. It's called In Christ Alone by David Wesley. Father, thank you so much for this time in your word to teach us what we must do to change. We pray that not only myself will change to your word, but all of us hearing and listening will do the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Light of the world by darkness slain 
bursting forth in glorious day. Up from the grave he rose again, and as he stands in victory, since curse has lost its grip on me, for I am his and he is mine, bought with the precious blood of Christ. Here in the power of Christ. 